Hello, welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. This is a special. This is Revolution 2022. We are your hosts. I am Morg, and this is... You're going to have to do that again, because your first bit cut out. Um... Let's turn off the headset and shout at the phone. Was that better, more? Um, <laughs> was that better? Probably. <laughs> right, hold on. Hello, hello, viewers. Uh, Weirdly, that sounds a lot better. Yeah. One ear out. <laughs> How's that? Is yeah. that just, is that better? Yeah. yeah. No echoes. No, that's fine. Fuck my life. <laughs> Hello, viewers, if there are any. <laughs> there are. We have uh, at least three people in the chat. Oh, hi, people in the chat. <laughs> so, oh, so we sort of didn't get to that bit. Yeah, do, do, you want, do you want to redo that bit, Strange? <laughs> and this is... Technological Nightmare, Matt Strange. <laughs> <laughs> and this is wherever you are today. He's in the yeah, same place. Uh, I am uh, bemused by technologically... Uh, <laughs> The special strange, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so this is our AEW uh, Revolution 2022 review. Feel free to join in the chat, give us your thoughts. But before we start off, this might be the first time you've joined us on Twitch. This might be the first time you've listened to one of our podcasts. And as such, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we give our scores for the individual matches from Dynamite or Rampage normally, but we will give the scores for the individual matches today from Revolution 2022. That was a bit of autopilot there. And it will also give us our overall score. Mr. Strange, are you ready to explain our tier list? I am. We're doing really well today on professional like journalism, aren't we? Uh, tier list, you know it. Letters and orders. We don't really go below a D unless we're being facetious. D is a shitty match or a shitty segment. It bored you. It wasted your time. It, there was no need for it to be there. Nobody got over. Surely... Surely we won't need any Ds when assessing a pay-per-view. See, good segment, good match. Got the wrestler over, I understood their character. I know why they're in the ring. The match was good and solid. Didn't really going to write home about it. Happy times. Morg might go, it's all right. It's a bad one, he might go, it's all right. Or, it's all right. Good stuff. B, match plus one. Hopefully, a selection of these and above. That's what we'd like to hear. The promo segment's a little bit clearer, a little bit crisper. Explain the story. The match, you know why they're in the ring. The match is crisp. You know what they're going to do when they're leaving the ring. Just enough. Not enough to write letters to your family about, but enough to just really enjoy the moment. A, I presume there may be buckets of these today. I don't know. A is normally what you come to expect from like the top of the week, the top of the month. The best thing you see on casual TV. The kind of thing you uh, send gifts to your other wrestling mates of. But not your non-wrestling mates. We've got to have some story in. Got to have some story out. I don't want to pick up on too many botches in that match. I want it to be crisp. I want it to be beautiful. I want to see some cool shit I'm not used to. I want that promo segment to have some good production value and really get the wrestlers over. Maybe a bit of nice music. You know what I'm on about? And, uh, magical, top of the tier. Ninjas versus Luchadors. Bikers with wizards versus fucking undead other bikers with wizards. Cultists, clowns, or just a really, really solid match that concludes a story arc, which tells us a story in the ring and the way in and out. A match so good you can send pictures and gifts to your friends who don't watch wrestling. Maybe make some memes and put them all over my Facebook wall, just to annoy me, because I hate Adam Cole. 
S is a magical moment in wrestling. So D, shitty. C, good. B, very good. A, amazing. S, hopefully a, hopefully a couple of those today. But we'll see. Who knows? The best things. Right. There we are. Shall we Pay kick? per view quality. <laughs> yeah, we definitely are. Right, shall we kick off? Are we both? Are we yeah, all ready? Um, yep. So we're going to kick off with the buy-in. We're not going to give a big review to this. Mr. Strange is going to blast through it quite quickly. And I'm going to mute my mic because I'm about to sneeze. A rapid revolution rundown, one might say. Right, we opened with Statlander with Hirsch. It was all right, a little bit slow, picked up a bit. There was a bot springboard that was a bit sad, but I fucking love Layla Hirsch, how everything goes into an armbar and everything works the body. Also, she did a little step-up moonsault thing, which is fucking sick, and I always get one for that. But I can't really give it higher than a low C, I'd say. It was very okay, sort of came out of nowhere. You disagreeing, Mo? I mean, I didn't give it a low shit. I gave it a C. It was, yeah, it, it wasn't phenomenal by any stretch of imagination. Weirdly, I thought it might have been one of the stronger female matches uh, today. Uh, or the um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was great. There was a couple of nice little moments. There's obviously that tease. She's still, uh, Statland is still coming out as from uh, Andromeda. That's it, sorry. Um, and there's, there's, there was a lot of Layla shouting, stupid alien, and stuff like that. Um, we didn't get a cool heel thing or a cool I'm ditching this stupid alien thing, which I was a bit disappointed about. Well, there we are. Next, uh, Don Callis comes out to 10 out of 10 crowd disappointment, which brought me joy. Did a bit of solid violence building, but it went on a little bit longer, and I think I'd have preferred another match. Talking about the match that came next, QT Marshall versus Hook, it was fucking awesome. Uh, good start sequence. We got to see Hook do some selling. QT obviously makes him look good in different ways. I love it when he does his headbutt and his little shake afterwards to get himself back. Everything into a suplex. I can go on about why he's good. I've been, like, analysing his matches, but that's not for now. He's, I've adopted this Samoa Joe dodge, you know, as, like, a thing now when he just sort of stepped back and red-rummed him. Gave it a B. Thought it was really good. I can honestly say it was match plus one for me. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this. I thought QC did an absolute stellar thing for Hook in this. Made him look absolutely phenomenal. Um, but without any of the weirdness with some of the other guys that he's fought, um, this felt actually like a genuinely solid match. I gave this a B. Like, I was really happy with this and would watch it again. Right. Now, the House of Black versus the Friends of Pack. This match was a fucking roller coaster for me, if I'm honest. I'm, uh, I, I, I have another friend, Zach, who disagreed with me and said this was fucking awesome throughout. Um, better music, better masks. Everyone comes out looking fucking cool. Um, Pack versus Malachi, always delicious, but I know those two really get on. Penta versus Buddy Murphy, remarkably fun. Uh, a lot of little trickstery moves and sliding under each other and stuff. Then the big guys came out and bumped into each other for a bit. They were, they were there. Pack is the fastest, then he ate shit for a bit. Weird tag into a grey hot tag for Penta. And Penta's Kazadora into a Canadian Destroyer is one of the only ones I think that really works. Because it looks like he's got momentum. Then it sort of fell apart a bit and got a bit clusterfucky. And they were trying to put the big guys over. And the big guys were the weakest ones in the ring, I'd say. Um, yeah, it just 
sure fell apart a bit for me. There was a, they crawled on the floor like they were on low hit points in a COD game, and somebody needs to. I don't play COD. Do you have it? They you know, you had to go click revive. Weird. I, I can't say it was bad. I don't want to rank it bad, but it definitely didn't end as cool and technical and snappy as it started. Mo, Mo, what do you think? I I I enjoyed this. I actually did really enjoy this. I agree that um, there was a bit of times where. It felt like it slowed down for no reason when the big guys come in. Um, they had a couple of cool big guy spots. I think they probably overdid the big guy on big guy, and they could have limited that a little bit more, and um, it would have been a, a, a structurally better match. Um, but I actually think a lot, like I would say 80% of this match was super strong. Made it between the smaller guys. Um, and I think you know, the likes of uh, Buddy Matthews, I've gotten the name right, came out looking super strong in this. Um, like, literally yeah. super strong as well. I didn't hate him. I was actually like, he's really cool. Him and Penta, fucking same page throughout, wonderful. Yeah, that, that was one of the other things. They teamed off really well. I, I think they chose the right people to go against, a, a, but the big guy should have been out for longer. I gave this a low B. I actually really enjoyed this. I'll allow up to a high C. There we go. Uh, for those um, who are wondering, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to watch the uh, the pre-show, and we'll be watching it after this. Um, no need to now, mate. <laughs> uh, no, I want to watch that hook match. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I really want to watch Look, that hook match. It's, it's four minutes. Watch it. It's awesome. oh, <laughs> right, let's kick on then. Right, now we are on to Revolution. Um, Excalibur JR Shivoni on commentary, and we open with Jericho versus Eddie Kingston. Um, Eddie wins by submission. Um, massive heel turn from Jericho. Thoughts and scores, guys. Thoughts and scores, Mr. Strange. That, open, that opening suplex was fucking rough. I was like, is this match ending quickly? Uh, and then for a while it was all Kingston and it was all rough. And there was some chopper for the boys. It was wonderful. Both doing heel shit, but only Jericho is heel. You know, Kingston with his eye rakes and his head bites and stuff. Yay! Jericho doing it. Boo. Um, couple of weak strikes from Jericho in this. Um, notably on the buckle, but I'll let that off because overall I did have a good time with this match. Lots of rough bumps. Uh, a lot of walking the King's Road, as it's known in meme circles, as in people being dropped on their fucking neck. Uh, great heat for the match. Wonderful start for it. Still not a fan of the Oricon, but he did pull off a sick counter one in this after dodging the one thing. Uh, more here as Jericho gets the edge, obviously, in the Oricon counter I was talking about. And Jericho fucking submitted. Fair play, Jericho. Fair play for putting over Eddie Kingston to that degree. Uh, I gave it a high B. Uh, I'm, I'm even more chipper talking about it, but I'll, I'll see where the ranks lie with you, boys. I gave this a bit. I didn't give this yeah. a bit. I gave this a bit. It was damn, damn good match. I was genuinely worried for Jericho. <laughs> that suplex was a little bit scary, um, especially on a slightly older boy. I know he's uh, yeah, a peak of uh, physical perfection that if I could never aspire to. <laughs> yeah. um, I really liked the few little bits in this, the arguing with uh, the ref Audrey and stuff like that. Just um, I don't know. It was just it was nice. Just added to that extra heel shit as well I yeah I, I don't have a huge amount to say because I just enjoyed watching it really beep beep 
I haven't got a lot of notes for this pay-per-view. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say in advance. No, no, that's my job. Um, God, this match was good. I really enjoyed this. You're going to hear me say that a lot in this pay-per-view. And I know it's one of my catchphrases along with, it's all right, this was more than all right. This match was phenomenal. Uh, it's going to get the B. I gave it the high B, but I gave it the high B because of the crowd. And I've actually got that as a note on, on my notes. Is The match yeah, I feel hot. was a B. That crowd was so hot. They lifted this match so much. So much. And I love the Jericho heel turn at the end. Yeah. The, the actual proper heel turn. Sorry, Mo. No, I was going to say, I just had two more points after you. No, <laughs> carry on. I, forgot to do. Uh, I think Jericho's got a new uh, title uh, that Excalibur gave him. The physical sniper. <laughs> and I oh, really kind of like yeah, yeah, exactly. And I genuinely thought someone was in the crowd making Paul Bearer noises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turned out that was fucking Eddie Kingston. <laughs> when he was getting beaten up at one point outside, he was making noises like fucking Paul Bearer. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> so, moving on from that match, we had The Young Bucks with Brandon versus Red Dragon versus Jurassic Express. For the AEW Tag Team Championships, Jurassic Express won with the Thoracic Express. Thoughts and scores on a tag team clusterfuck? I honestly expected to hate this, and I didn't. It was good. Uh, I had a good time. Solid start with Riley versus uh, Jungle Boy. Uh, good Jungle Boy versus the Bucks, and then Dino Shaw came in for the first time and took out everyone. And I got you. And I was expecting the normal uh, Dean Luchasaurus in this, and he wasn't the usual Luchasaurus in this. But we'll talk about it as we go. Dean and Jungle Boy eat some shit from the coordinated heels, then coexistence begins to fall apart. Luchasaurus is down for a little while. Some well-planned clusterfuck uh, with just Jungle Boy star playing it, and but he's denied as a hot tag again from shenanigans. Then coexistence completely fails. The Bucks are up against the uh, Red Dragon, and that gives Luchasaurus another hot tag to annihilate everyone. And it was really good and creative and interesting. I always pop for a Doomsday device. It's one of my favourite moves, and now I've seen an Escalera Doomsday device, and that was fucking cool. Um, rotating clusterfuck, obviously, all solid. Uh, Jungle Boy with the most suicide run ever into a belt, though, when that belt came out. He probably went... Uh. <laughs> um, I really like the fact that Riley and Fish just continuously shit-talk their opponents. Just throughout the match, they don't stop. Um, I really, really, really hate it them putting Jungle Boy into Riley to be pile-drivered and then kicking his knees out. It was a very book spot, and I hated it. I loathed it. But it was the first over-the-top book spot in the rest of this match. Uh, got a little bit confusing at the end, but overall, there was story in, there was story out. It was I was entertained. I got to see a lot more of Lutasaurus doing a lot more interesting things than I'm used to him doing. Uh, it's the best show he's had in a while. Uh, I gave it a B again. I was very happy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on board with you there. I gave it a B as well. I literally wrote down, uh, was it, uh, best Luchasaurus hot tag I have ever seen. Um, I think it was about six weeks ago I was saying I expected a lot more because of how everyone talked about him. This is kind of what I was expecting from Luchasaurus when I first started. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed his work in this one. Um, Red Dragon are, are 
fucking amazing, and I absolutely love them now. Just all of the shit talking Bobby Fish done was phenomenal. I don't know what he said, but at one point Bobby Fish was gobbing off so much that even Luchasaurus started trying to have a go at back at him. And I was like, the fucking thing talks more than uh, about fruit. I don't know what he said, but Luchasaurus was trying to give him shit back because Bobby Fish was going at him. Ending was a bit weird yeah. on this. A little bit strange. Um, weirdly, actually, it was, the match got worse when it was Bucks v. Dragon. And I thought that would have been when... It came it together. Had its, yeah. Um, but I, I really enjoyed B. Um, so strange. Uh, th- this is a Young Bucks clusterfuck. What score do you think I gave it? What do I always give Young Bucks clusterfucks, no matter what? It's a B. It's always, one rank- it's always, always a B. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a B. This was really good. I enjoyed this. Um, really pleased Jurassic Express getting the win. Like all the setup, yeah. we've got new story going through. Um, more stuff on the Red Dragon and Young Bucks, and more on that later, yeah. as it happens, because that's actually, I, I feel that's going to be relevant later. I also think Don Callis showing up is going to be relevant later. Um, yeah, it was a B. It was, it was a great match. So then Taz joined commentary, so I knew exactly what was coming next. It was time for the Face of the Revolution ladder match. With Ricky Starks versus Keith Lee versus Warlow versus Will Hobbs versus Orange Cassidy versus Christian Cage. And I feel like a complete idiot now because I picked Keith Lee and Wardlow wins. And it's exactly who I predicted would win at the beginning of the match. <laughs> Thoughts and scores. We all did. I know. We all went, ah. Um... Pretty good match, though. I had a good time. Uh, Ricky Starks once again winning the music competition in AEW, I'd like to say. Uh, I fucking love his intro. Uh, I liked the fact that Orange Cassidy just left the ring as it started with the big boys uh, clearing it, and that's what we wanted. Then OC comes back in for his comedy kicks. Always a good laugh. Uh, Him running up the man triangle. Very clever. Like that. A lot of clever Orange Cassidy in this one. We've got the other one later. Um... Then Lee hit people with Orange Cassidy. That was a thing that happened. Not not quite my sort of thing. I really liked Wardlow inviting him back down off the ladder to fight as opposed to like jumping up and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Uh, we had one of those awful helicopter ladder spin spots that I hate. But then when Wardlow and Lee lifted it and he pulled himself up to go for the ring, that was that was really good and clever. Starks' spear through the top of the ladder. or uh, AEW loves it through the triangle on the ladder moves, and Starks' spear through it was great. All six people on the ladders felt a little bit silly, uh, with a, a bit of a silly punch bite on it. But then we get back to just the beef in the ring and Orange Cassidy, and he gets Uncle filled out the arena straight to uh, injury, it would see. Lee gets a two-on-one beefy beatdown. Uh, they tore a ladder in half, which is always funny. Uh, Wardlow defeats the, all the other meat, obviously, ruining my prediction. There's a Danhausen spot for some reason. Uh, not sure why he popped up in the match. Uh, Wardlow hit a real fucking rough powerbomb on Ricky Starks on that ladder at the end uh, from a who's just come back from neck injury. It was a good clusterfuck. I was very entertained. We had story and it ties into something better. But 
But at one point near the end, JR said, and I quote, and I assume you meant this complimentarily, will this train wreck soon be over? <laughs> and I, I did agree to... I, I, I'm going to listen to you boys before I give my final rank on this. I I enjoyed this. I'm going to caveat that at the beginning. I did yeah. enjoy this. Um, I gave it a C. Um, it was a thing, if that makes sense. There was some weird things like, I mean, this is the first uh, giant gold sonic ring at the top of a ladder that I've seen. That ring looks fucking stupid. I really... Fucking mocked it last year and said he grabbed the big fucking sonic ring. You know what it is. You know what it is. It's Vince oh, McMahon's... Yeah, it's Vince yeah. McMahon's brass ring. It's another WWE dig. But they could have made it look better. <laughs> I think it personally just looks fucking stupid. Uh, but whatever. Um, I liked the hot R. Orange Cassidy was fucking great in this, um, which I wasn't overly expecting. And all I said, I know it's good. Like, yeah, he, he does his Orange Cassidy stuff, which I, I enjoy. I do pop for every now and then. But I thought he went above and beyond in this one. It was, it, yeah. it was pretty good. Um, I I thought Ricky Starks was was very seriously injured after that power bomb though from Wardlow from ladder to ladder. If you watch it again, you can see he's got his hands around his neck <laughs> well, as he goes well, down. It was only just before he hits it, he gets his yeah. hands up. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, was, it didn't look nice. Um, that six people on the two ladders thing, I thought there was going to be injuries because they used a broken ladder. Like the middle support had gone, and I was like, oh, God, there's a lot of big lads on that ladder. <laughs> oh, shit, that's going to go horribly wrong. And then I cried when I realised Keith Lee wasn't going to win. However, much like... Uh, was it? Rampage, who is in, he really did do a huge amount in this. I don't think he's showing his potential. Like his, like his entrance to AEW was phenomenal, where he chucked Isaiah to the moon. Um, I feel like there's something missing at the minute. I don't know what's going on, me personally. But, um, and that that. Um, Ganhausen spot was a major botch in terms of uh, Wardlow came down too early for his spot to jump up to power bomb Starks. I can hear a um, cat bearing. That's really loud. Yeah, it's so there's this awkward bit where you see Danhausen on the edge of the screen, like looking at someone going, "Is it me? Is it him? Is it him? Oh no, like, spot. Oh yeah. So then Wardlow got dragged out by someone. Don't know who, like by his legs. Wardlow wasn't expecting it for Danhausen to do his thing, and then literally like 30 seconds later came back down to the exact same position because Darks was in the same position he was. It was a little bit, a little bit shonky. Um, I did enjoy it, though. Like I said, I gave it a C. It was enjoyable. It wasn't terrible. I just hoped a little bit more. I gave it a low B. I uh, enjoyed a lot of things. I think the... Um, I, think that I, I think I was on a high from the previous matches, to be fair. Um... I was on a real sort of bounce from the um, the earlier matches. Um, so, yeah, I probably gave it a bit of a better review because I was feeling very positive at this point. Uh, but I enjoyed it overall. Um, there was lots of nice little spots. I loved the powerbomb. As horrible as it was to Ricky, it looked so cool. I loved Wardlow winning. More on that later. And th this is a great thing about this pay-per-view. I want to add that. There's two things we've got that already, and we're into, what, the third match, and we've got two things that are more on that later. This pay-per-view told a story. Um, 
this pay-per-view was was phenomenally good overall um yeah i i just enjoyed it i like a good I, I, we all know i like a clusterfuck so anything with lots of people throwing each other around and doing lots of high spots and nice to see main event orange cassidy back interesting what yeah um mo was saying because he he was a main eventer um he last beat year. yeah was that while he was the champion was that while Jericho was the champion I can't remember no it was Omega time yeah but yeah it was yeah so yeah I gave it a low B but as I say what's our overall for that one Strange I see I've decided that's fair um, it lost me a little bit but I'm the anti-clusterfuck man so (laughs) so Following on from there, we have Tony Schiavone doing a special announcement. And I sat here going, oh, God, who is it? And then Killshot debuted. Sorry, sorry. Um, <laughs> Sean Swerve Strickland, Strickland signs his AEW contract. What did you, you guys think about this? his name on the contract this? before they announced yeah. it. I saw Swerve. <laughs> yeah. Um... I like him. I think he should. Any man who wears suit with braces and stuff, that's exactly the kind of style I find cool. He was pretty fucking cool. He's blown his little kiss to the crowd. He's got exactly that twat energy I love in a man who's being badass. I did hear a friend say, I don't need any more of these flippy shitters on my show. Would that be a friend that used to be one of the um, podcasts? people on no, this show. Oh. Uh, um, I like him. He's cool. I didn't rank it because it's a nice announcement. I just worry where he's going to go into this very bloated roster now. Three wins and a win and some weeks on Rampage and Dynamite then off to, to, off to Dark for two years. Yes, it, it, I don't think this is going to be the case but if they were doing a... Uh, a shared promotion with a you know, shared cast, I guess, with Ring of Honor, it could work. The bloated, that yeah, like you say, the bloated um, roster might there, there could be a pre reason for that, and you're about to see a separation of a chunk of stuff. Maybe That'd be cool. I, I think I that's a good call, mate. Yeah, I may be giving too much, uh, you know, praise across to that or potential, but well, if you want, work. just you know, just a sideline from you saying that because I haven't thought of that. Um, if you want your Ring of Honor to go really well, and you've got a first Ring of Honor pay-per-view, um, I'd headline it with CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan. Because it's Ring yeah. of Honor, and that's where they're from. So yeah, I can see a bit of crossover. You might see people like Punk or Bryan go and work three months in Ring of Honor as the Ring of Honor veterans that they are so yeah, yeah I think you you might have put hopefully I think that would be a really cool thing for them to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it me messaging you that you'd gone out of sync no it's the missus messaging me something <laughs> and I was like I can only do this at the phone <laughs> <laughs> right moving on from that we had um the TBS Women's Championship, uh, Ty Conti versus Jade Cargill uh, with Smart Mark Sterling. Jade wins with the Jaded. Should we start with Mo? No. Oh, I don't think 
Because I messaged Mo after this saying, Mo, I think this was my favourite women's match of the night. What do you think about that? Do you want to go first, Mo, or do you want to respond to me? Right. I can't do the breakdown, but I will I will give my thoughts for you to then do a breakdown. How about that? Um, yeah, that sounds good. This was the best Jay Cargo match that I have seen. Same. Start, start with a positive. Um, I think uh, Taylor... Great, made Jade look good. They'd obviously been working on a lot of stuff together, I think, on the build-up to this, because they can have to, unfortunately, with Jade. When Jade is in character, you know, is, is proper going for it, when she's giving Mark shit and, and is feeling it, and not just... I think sometimes she probably thinks about what she's doing next too much, and then that fucks stuff up. But when she's fully in character, she's actually pretty fucking good. Like, as is a character, <laughs> as a character, she is pretty fucking good. I'm being positive about Jay Cargill. I need to say that again for the first fucking time, really. Um, there were just some, some fucking clusters interspersed throughout this, but it weren't as horrific as I was expecting. I gave this a C, and I wasn't even like, is it a low C? I was like, no, that was a C match, which is the... Biggest thing I can do for Jake. You're welcome. Please don't find me and kill me. <laughs> I gave this a high C. I had a great time. Uh, I laughed all the way through this. Um, Tay came out with some shit on her face. Jade literally comes out as Jade from Mortal Kombat, not even pretending it's a costume. Just starting the match by kissing her. That's already gone viral on Twitter. <laughs> Wonder why. Mostly from other female wrestlers sharing it. Solid stars? Jay doing the fucking crane stance and stuff to mock her made me piss. She took some damage, did some selling, actually showed she's willing to. Then she annihilates her for a bit, obviously, with some okay, little bit clumsy wrestling. Um, great hit from uh, Jay, uh, Anna Jay to Jade with the chair after fucking Jade horse kicked her into that table and I thought her spine exploded. Tay did the kiss back. It wasn't as good. It wasn't as good as the opening uh, moment. The Eye of the Storm is a move as bad as the Tai KO, where she sort of span and fell with her. But it made me laugh, because I can always appreciate a shit thing. Did hear Jay bonk her head quite loud on the outside to one of the suplexes. You watch, she goes down. And I heard the bonk, and she went down flat. Jay being willing to sell and just being hilarious. I, I had a great time. I thought this was a, a wonderful little pace break match and showing what Jade could be. Arguably, it's not a high C. I probably just got excited because I enjoyed a Jay match, a Jade match. But more could be the arbiter. Um, no, I, 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 I gave it a C. I'm not going to bump my yeah. score based on your um, opinions. I gave it a C. It was a good match. This was a good wrestling yeah. match. Um, yeah, it's a couple of little botches, but it's not enough to drag it down to a D. Um, Ty worked her ass off, and I absolutely love that. Ty's one of my favourites. She was one of my favourites back in NXT, back in the day, who never really did anything. There's just something about her I really like. Um, and it's not just the fact she's, she's very, very pretty. There is just something about her I really like. I like the... I was how first year you right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I like I, I liked the judo. I like the judo gimmick. I like a martial arts gimmick in wrestling. It's a thing I like. Without pushing to that MMA thing that me and Strange hate, I like a wrestler who's a martial artist. She's a really good fighter because she's good at fighting. Um, 
so yeah, I gave it a C. I thought it was I thought it was good. Are, are and yeah, I think I agree, Strange. I I, I I hate to say more on that later. Yeah. I I um I presume you're thinking that K is AEW Steve Blackman then, yeah? Kind of. of. Big John Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is kind of booked. It's between her and Layla Hirsch, who's their legit fighter. I think Tay's got the. She's got the best friend thing. She's got the best friend thing, and Layla's got the I'm Russian um, thing going on. I'm quite look. For, I, to tell you the truth, I quite look forward to Layla versus Tay. Now Layla's turned heel, and that could be a good. That could be good fun in the future. Uh, moving on. CM Punk versus MJF in the dog collar match. I don't want to say how he won. Punk wins. <laughs> I think we'll discuss it during the match, how he wins. Um, Mr. Strange, do you want to give your thoughts and scores first? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, I wasn't a... Uh emo kid. I was a Scarpunk kid. If uh, For those who don't know me, I dabble. I dabble in the checker ball. I'm a checker mark and the mohawk. Uh, I really like his AFI intro. I didn't know that was his Ring of Honor track. Worked really well. Had big fight energy. It appeals to my... As much as it's not really a punk track, it appeals to my inner uh, punk. Um, that's the best punk I've seen yet. Their expressions on them, the entrance were great. I really like the fact that at the start, Max kept trying to do his normal rolling out stuff. And forgetting that he's got the chain on because it's wrestling instinct. I actually thought that was some good little bit of storytelling. Um, I liked him asking for mercy and getting none. Um, Anyway, we get some usual solid wrestling, usual chain punches. I've not seen a lot of dog collar matches, but I know what you do with a chain in the fight. MJF gets a mic for some screaming, then he gets a beat down. Punk whips a Jew. I was like, should I leave that in my notes? Yeah. Uh, the knee slams into the chain was really clever. And then God can punk bleed. Fucking hell. So much blood. Um, MJF gets a bit of a comeback against Red Skull, almost choking him out. Rough struggle continuing. The ring starts to look like the Overlook Hotel landing. Really like the chained up shining wizard. Uh, that was cool. Uh, just losing anime levels of blood. Uh, for a while, it did drag a little bit for me in the middle. MJF just seemed to be standing about for a beating, and um, so it just felt a bit like time, time fillery. Uh, I saw a few why we keep the camera away punches in that period as well, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, then it got tangled in the ropes for a bit when MJF went through, then had to come back through and go back through and back round and blah 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 blah. More struggle, thumbtacks apply, and they wobble over them for a bit. MJF's chain comes off as he calls for Wardlow. Uh, fucking great turn. Loved it. Uh, MJF overdoes his GTS cell a little bit. Getting the ring out afterwards was great. Great punch with the ring. I was leaning to a high-ish B with the length of where it lost me a bit in the middle. But I'm willing to give it a full A with the conclusion of the story. Why talk about story in, story out? And the Wardlow turn was beautifully done. Yeah. I kind of had two scores that I'm going to mash together. Really similar from what you're saying. I really enjoyed this. It did feel slow at points. However, for the majority of the match, hadn't written a lot because I was really into it. 
I actually have a couple of sentences I have started <laughs> and then stopped <laughs> writing them because I was watching what was going on, uh, especially when Wardlow come down because I, I started writing, oh, Wardlow's come down, blah, 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 and I was just like, nah, this is fucking cool. What he's doing is cool. Yeah, fucking amazing turn. Brilliant. Um, yeah, there, there was a few sonky hits. Uh, Punk was being really kind with his chain shots, considering how much MJF had been wailing on him with the chain at the beginning. You could see him hitting him just with the leather part that he had in his hand rather than the chain, and then the chain was hitting the floor. And I was like, oh, come on, Punk. You could have, <laughs> could have proper gone for him there. Yeah. Um, I gave the match a B. Yeah. But the story made it an A. That's where I am. Exactly yeah, that. It was, it, I would have loved a better match, but it was, it was a damn good match. Damn good match. But that story just topped it over. Topped it over the end. <laughs> I really like how you Oh, I'm sorry. It was only a B of a match. It was only <laughs> match plus <laughs> one. And only with the story that he came from the rankings does it go up to an A. <laughs> <laughs> I want an S from a dog collar match between CM Punk and fucking uh, MJF for what I presume is the end of the, the uh, feud. I presume. <laughs> Got to stop over now, hasn't it? Um, but I, I was really impressed with Wardlow as well. Just in that short little snippet he was there for, I think he, um, he acted well. Yeah. Um, so, this is, it, it's funny you should say that, Mo, about, um, and so there have been times in the past where me and Strange and back in the day, we'd get a match and we'd go, mm, we're giving it a C because we expected an A. Um, yes, I, I I was hoping for the S. It was an A, but the whole package, everything. I was so into this match. I have exactly zero notes for this match. I have to do the whole of this, the whole thing, because I I genuinely, because so me and the Raptor went through a point where the Raptor Raptor likes she's like me. She's on the same jinx with MJF. We both love him. But he needs to get his comeuppance, so else he's just turning into a bully, and we don't like that kind of heel who never gets their comeuppance. That's bad Triple H Stephanie McMahon storytelling. But you get to Stephanie McMahon storytelling where she never got a comeuppance, and she's just and it, it it's not what I watch wrestling for. So for them to do, you know. And then we were expecting, but we thought MJF was going to win, and I was justifying it to to myself as much as I was justifying it to the Raptor to say, you know, well, no, Punk's going to, of what Punk said he's committed to put the young guys over, of all the young guys he's going to put over, MJF's probably at the top of his list. I imagine the two of them actually get on really well backstage when nobody can see MJF. You know, the real Max, the real nerd Max comes out. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, oh God, this is good. And then Wardlow and that face and everything about that turn. As, as probably the member who is, certainly in the face of me and Strangers, I am the one who loves a good baby face. And God, that was great. I loved yeah. looking for the ring. Gets the, Then Punk's looking, and this was the big bit. Punk's looking at him, and that's when Wardlow found the ring. So there wasn't a kind of, a, oh, I found it, and I've left it for either of you to get. It was blatant do what you've yeah. got to do. And I think what's going to happen is I think Wardlow's going to get beat down and I think I know who's coming in from the, for the save. Yeah, it'd be good. 
That and ring I... did look a little bit laugh-tastic prop, though, if you looked at it. <laughs> oh, Definitely God, yeah. <laughs> that looks like one of the ones I wear at events. Um, before we do it, just a quick uh, quick comment uh, from the Twitch stream. Jay Cargill match looked like it was badly edited, but wasn't. And another comment <laughs> from the same person, Flarecat85. Uh, I wasn't expecting the Wardlow turn too soon, but it was great. I'd expect the pinnacle, pinnacle will now ruin his title shot, and then he'll go off to feud with them for a bit. I think, yeah, that's too soon. It got hinted at like three fucking years ago with the <laughs> first one of them owning his family. Jesus. I think the point is that they've started this turn recently. No, they've brought it back recently. Yes. Giga charged too many dimes. You've got to let ladies cheer for him. Oh, I need throw to their pants and <laughs> right, following on from that, we have the Women's Championship match, Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker with Hater and Rebel. Britt wins with the curb stomp. Thoughts and scores, and I've got some news about this now. Uh, I thought I had some news, but I'll leave it for you if it's the same news. Weird match this one, wasn't it? Um, Rosa comes out dressed as a peacock with some stank on her face. She didn't look happy. Uh Brick comes out with a fucking awesome new belt. That belt is sick. Just no announcement for it, which might tie into uh, the news that you might have, Morg. Uh, just wish they mentioned it before. And we actually get a reasonably good start. I quite like the start. Collar and elbow, some good rattle, something I always cheer for. Um, quite technical, a lot of NWA energy. Even, no one taking the lead. One point, Jamie Hayter shouted, Oh, I'm an innocent boy, Santa! <laughs> and me and Ruth laughed about that for quite a while. Um, then some of the blows started to look a bit rough, and some of the chemistry fell apart a little bit. Some of the grapples counters didn't quite work. Something changed. It was all solid enough. We had a big air grade crash into a fucking awful, terrible pile driver. Big silly distraction with a belt curb stomp and, and a kick out. Bit more struggle. Rosa's technically won twice at this point. Then she annihilates Rebel and Hater. Uh, but but then loses. Uh, something went wrong in this match somewhere along the line. I think it ties into the news that you've probably got, Morg. I, I, I think I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you do the news because I think the place I got it from was from our wrestle chat. So ah, you've got right, the better okay. details. Okay. Rumour is... Uh, obviously, I can't confirm I have to anything. AFK, there's someone at the door. <laughs> Goodbye, Morg. Uh, Rumour is that before this, Rosa was doing some indies. She got injured, and that's why she's not in the correct state to win a big title and carry it after the initial thing, which is why she looks mad that she's not winning the title. It would also explain why the big belt wasn't brought out to her to be announced post-victory. And probably why the match felt, um... Jointed? Yeah. Go, you, Mo, what do you think? Give me some thoughts, balance out this. Uh, this is the biggest disappointment for me of the the night. I was, again, I, I still gave it a C. It was still a solid match. It was a solid match. I seem to be talking shit and <laughs> giving all right scores. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Like you said, it started quite nicely. It was a lovely bit of back and forth. Um, nothing too special, but damn solid wrestling. Um, the girls on the outside, Peter and Rebel, were, were actually really good for out um, doing the right... Oh, the, the, the right level of shit. They were great. Yeah. They were absolutely great. 
but it felt like there was no chemistry. By about a minute, minute and a half in, it just felt like it was two people that didn't know each other, didn't really want to work together overly, and I I felt just very confused through most of the match why this was it meant to be such a massive thing, because it just felt like it could have been on fucking anything, which is really disappointing. It's still good, it's still solid, it just wasn't, it didn't feel like a title match. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean, because I'm going to preface this with, I gave it a C. <laughs> I'm going to, but, I want to bump my, I want to bump my Jade Cargill match score up. <laughs> to a high C because it was a better C than this one was and exactly what Mo said um, you, you almost stole my words what happened to the chemistry that Thunder and Brit had although you know last year when they absolutely tore the place down where their storyline um, so, <laughs> so my I mean my big problem was the fact that I actually thought this was too soon for Thunder because I'd said previously that I thought this is too soon for Brit to lose the belt and Brit needs to lose the belt to Thunder. So when they did this, I was a bit like, Ugh. and so that made this match fall flat for me because then it just felt like, well, meh. Meh. and it just felt like you did it too soon. It wasn't the right time, and you knew that. Now I know there's some politics involved. Fair enough, um, but I, oh, I don't think you should use the politics, guys. If she was the plan to go over, just fucking. The politics is also based on injury. This is true. Yeah. But then with, with the way that Britain that lot are, depending on how severe the injury is, do we know? Is there rumour mill of that? No. So she could have taken the title and then spent the next four weeks recovering and just getting the shit kicked out of her by all three, you know, by or hater and rebel just while she recovers yeah, before another match. I, 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 I'm guessing the problem is your baby face has got to fight because Br- Brit's been injured so many times while she's had this belt and just completely carried on without a problem because Brit's such a good promo. But it's a different kind of promo that you're doing then. She does a segment. And I don't know whether Thunder can. Thunder can. She needs a faction. But yeah, I gave it a C. It was an okay match. Um, it does get a... It's all right. And it's Jade disappointing. Had the, Jade had the better match. <laughs> yeah, the better women's championship match was oh, Jade Cargill's. Mad. <laughs> to be honest, all I've seen this is as that Ty Conti is just amazing and managed to pull a good match out of Jade. Yeah. I'm seeing this as up is down, left is right. <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on. Uh, what score did it get in the end, Strange? Big. I'll let it pass. <laughs> Uh, so, it would have been a fine filler match on a regular television show. Yeah, uh, that's what it felt like. That's a good, good, ex- yeah. good analogy. So then, we had. You don't want to talk about this one, do you, Strange? We can just Two skip men this one. For half an hour. <laughs> Two men punch each other for half. Brian an hour. Danielson versus Mox. Mox wins by roll up. I argue because I know I think I know where this is going on dynamite. That was a draw. What did you guys think, and what scores did you give it, um, Mr. Strange? I have to be realistic in my rankings because I appreciate watching two men punch each other for half an hour isn't what people traditionally think of as wrestling. <laughs> 
awkward struggly wrestling start. I mean that in a good way. They're actually like trying to get one over each other. Pace building into strikes. They're going with the NJPW method. Some good exchanges. No fucking hockey punches. Just 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 punching each other. I've written more strikes and kicks quite a lot on this set of notes, just so you know. Uh, Danielson ever so slightly having the edge in the early way. Little bit in, Mox changes that, adds some suplexes to the match, then they stop again, no one has the edge. More kicking and striking. Double punch spot gives them the opportunity to bleed together with a bit of cheeky blading when the camera goes back to the ring. And we're back to knees and Mox's terrible headbutts. I'm sorry, Mox, they're awful. Drop them like your knees. Um, I've got to have some criticisms. He did do a really big back rake. Like, you could see the finger marks. Always plus one for a back rake. That was my special move in the kitchen. That and the Mongolian head squeeze. Brutal submissions and elbow exchanges. Into a tie-up with them kicking each other. Mox kicks Danielson's head in. Danielson remembers wrestling and does a suplex. It's <laughs> just one. Um... More brutality continues as Mox gets his head kicking. And then a roll-up. Um, being fair, I judged it subjectively and went, there's, there's not really what a lot of people would think of as wrestling in this. And I'm not obviously moving on to what happened afterwards. That's a separate moment. I gave it a high B. I think that's reasonable and fair. And I appreciate not everyone just wants to watch Two men wail on each other. I gave three scores for this. I oh. gave I gave two separate scores for the match and what happens after. And then I did a joint one. So if we're doing them separate, cool. I'll go with that. I gave this a B as a match. I really enjoyed these guys killing each other. Because they fucking were. I mean, look at the fucking... Danny was doing to Mox's ribs. Genuinely, if that guy doesn't have fucking cracked ribs after this, he is one of the world's hardest men. Because those kicks were insanely powerful. <laughs> like, it was, but it was fucking great. I like the, there was a few little back and forth bits. It felt like, I know you were saying it felt like Brian was in charge for the beginning of it. I felt Ever so slightly. I thought Not. for the majority of it, in yeah. all honesty, I felt like he always had some sort of upper hand. Yeah, yeah. And they were but it like, wasn't like a huge. No, no, no. It wasn't like a divide. Yeah. It wasn't like master and student. It was just two people that do things in a slightly different way. But there was a couple of nice little bits where you know, like Mox um, does the elbow strikes to the neck like um, Danielson normally does. Um, so, yeah, so there was a, that connection. I just kind of liked it for the violence. I know we had this conversation a couple of months ago. Was is violence worth the violence in this? Yeah, yeah, it was. It really was. Um, so I gave the match a high B. Yeah. I gave the whole segment an A. The whole thing an A. This match was awesome. Um, I, I know you say strange about lots of people watching. No, watching two men kick out of each other in a wrestling ring. Specifically, I'm always yeah. very much. I like my violence fake, uh, predetermined. Uh, don't use the f word. Um, I like my yeah. I like my violence. You know, I, li I like movie violence. I like action movies. I like wrestling. Um, it's why I can't get into MMA in the same way. Uh, 
and this was just an absolute lesson in how to do two guys i actually turned around to raptor at the beginning but i've just realized that this is two guys who really like punching people and being punched and i mean being punched not you know throwing moves literally these two leathered and leathered leathered the shit out of each other and it was great and then got to the end and there's a dodgy finish if you look at it i thought brian had won I thought I was about to win the predictions. And then it was Mox's hand got her. I was like, that's a double. And then there's the fight off. There's the what's going on. There's Brian's not being happy. And then William Regal debuts in such a classic William Regal way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was, I, I, I was close. Um, it was nearly the debut that I would have given an S to. Um, only because of he did it. It was such a William Regal. Um, it, it was S for Sensei Regal. Yes, it, it and I loved the. I, and I and I don't know because I, I now, me and the Raptor, we didn't hear the same thing. She heard. I think, I think this is the right way round. No, let's sort this mess out. Shake hands, and then we sort. Oh, let's shake hands and then we sort this place out, which is what I thought he said. I like him being like, have you had enough? Is that it? Pack it in, lads. Oh, yeah, and the slapping, and the slapping, uh, yeah. I mean, Mox and Dan... Dan looked so sad once he dropped his ever little grin and he's happy. If you watch that long shot in slow motion, he's like... (laughs) And he's still got the smile, then he's like, ooh, (laughs) you've got it out of your system. I mean, it actually, he actually—he is actually um, Brian's mentor. It's one of the reasons yeah, that the colour, and I believe Mox does have like a close. This is actually um, um, when he was in FCW. Um, right. Regal was doing commentary, and they literally did like a, a year-long story of um, Mox basically giving. Regal shit, and then they eventually had a match over this massively long period of time. It might not have been a whole year. I might be exaggerating, but it was a long fucking time. And Mox always said, because I read his book only a few months ago, and he just said how much he fucking loved it. I don't... I never thought they could come close to the Adam Cole and D. Brian one night, but the way they did this, for me, it might not be for everyone, but for me, the way they did this was Almost on that same par. <laughs> so uh, we have got com- comments from the chat. Uh, Flare Cat again. Uh, William Regal, let's go. Big fan of Regal. Kind of expected him to go to NJPW. Um, he'd made a great manager for Will Ospreay's United Empire. But he's going to lead Cobra Bry, and that's awesome. Oh, but the little dot of blood on his nose did make me lol. And yes, I completely agree. Because yes, it, I thought he had a clown nose. <laughs> I'm just saying, B Dan wants to go to NJP Dub. B Dan wants to be in a uh, G1, and oh, I want. Him to be yeah, but Moxley already goes over there. Okay. He's been there. Oh, uh, yeah. That would that would make me watch my first G1. So, did we get it? Hmm? What was our overall score for that match? A high B with an S for William Fucking Regal. <laughs> I'm pulling rank as <laughs> the money writes it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just edit you out. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> oh, oh, no. 
I didn't realise our fucking uh, existence in this was so, uh, <laughs> so short. Like Andrade, Matt Hardy, Isaiah Cassidy versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara in a tornado tag match. Darby wins with a coffin drop. Thoughts and scores. What the fuck was this? Um, it started really well. Uh, Darby's video where he hurls a car for his Guinness advert slipped a bit on his coffin drop. Probably should have re-edited that bit. Um, but we get a hot start. Big clusterfuck. Jose eats some bumps and they put him in a bin and execute him. Andrade, my new favourite mini-boss, he is, having now properly watched him in some matches, picked up Sammy for a suplex and ran, holding him, and threw him onto a barrier. Osiris and Hardy eat some bumps from Sting. Everyone loves bumping for Sting. That's not fine. I was still having fun at this point. Heels eat some shit until endgame boss Andrade clears the ring and does a fucking deadlift suplex again. How strong is that man? I mean, Jesus. And then we get madness all over. And I'm like, ah, Quinn showed up. Uh, they did a silly spring over the bar- string over the barrier. It was a little bit set up, but he put a bit of extra flair on the spin. That was pretty cool. Then Butcher and the Blade show up as well. And I assumed the faces would have some friends, but they're, they're apparently not. Quinn and Sammy have the weak... Sorry, um... Asaya and Sammy have a uh, ledge fight for fucking ages. Then Sammy stands there with him in the... And I like a Spanish fly. I always pop for a Spanish fly. But they stand there so Sammy can do the thing, which is... I ate it. I ate it. Tay did it in her match as well. I fucking ate it. Um, didn't like that. Butcher and Blade are apparently setting up tables like fucking Jenga for some reason. Uh, it just fell apart. Andre... Smashes down Sting, uh, smashes down someone, then literally just 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 rolls to lie on the Jenga tables for for no reason, so Sting can fall on him. Like I know, com uh, the commentary team wanted us to pop for Sting's like giant crossbody, but it did just look like he went. Eh. Um, down to Hardy's Derby in a chair. Uh, coffin drop didn't get all of it, did he? Didn't get all of that coffin drop. This match started as a B. I like the original, the startup. I think there were some really good combos. I like the fact they were selling Andrade as basically the meat of that team, that when everybody was taken out, he could run in because he's fucking phenomenal. And it, it was like it was booked by early books when they need to have a spot every 30 seconds and Cody with his need for every match to contain 900 fucking people. Uh, see, I guess? So... I, I understand story-wise why they did this match after the um, TNT title match on Rampage, but I wish they hadn't. That that match on Rampage, the free um, three-way match, was phenomenal. Oh, and it great. was what should have been on the pay-per-view, because that was one of the fucking best matches I've seen in AEW since I started watching it. Ah, sexual. This was a clusterfuck in most definitely... Well, actually, no, it could probably be classed as sexual, I guess. Like, I don't know, some sort of venereal disease. Um, I really wasn't... I weren't on board for the majority of this. Like I said, it started pretty well, and then there just there was quite a lot of little bodges and weakness, and it felt like they were just chucking people in 
just so they could switch from camera to camera to camera to camera to camera. It was just, eh. I thought Isaiah had re- given himself a proper head injury with that Spanish fly through the tables. Because went, they went through the second the, one. The he smashed his head. Well, he, he hit the edge of his head on the edge of the table. Um, and then that was him gone. That was him done. At one point, um, I, th- I think it was Audrey Edwards was up there with them. And you could see her, like, the first thing she did was, like, grab his hand, like, are you okay? And there was, like, genuine concern on her face because she close-up watched what had happened. So I don't know if anything's happened from that. I really hope it hasn't because he's fucking awesome. Um, I gave this a C, and I feel like I'm giving it a lot more than I should. I can't find any reason to give it a D. It wasn't that bad. But I also feel like I'm doing them a favour. <laughs> Which is fucking bad. Because I draw these in it and I now love him. He's I fucking great! I will be his unpaid henchman. It's the time for the return of Captain Positive. Oh, he loves a clusterfuck. <laughs> Do like an over-the-top silly clusterfuck. Uh, as much as Sting's belly flop through the tables, uh, me and the Raptor talked about it, but it was still a 60-odd-year-old man. Uh, the one Don't thing that we said... <laughs> Don't book the spot! <laughs> I didn't think it was that hideous. Um, it wasn't the best. It was just... I mean, it was what it was going to be, to be honest. Uh, one thing we did come out that me and the Raptor did realise that, um, certainly in our point of view, and I'm thinking back to our reviews, for Sting, for an old-timer who's had matches, we haven't had a match with Sting yet where we've all gone, oh, well, he was terrible in that. This was probably the worst thing he's done in a match. And it was the amount of tables. The amount of tables was all right. Um, Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. The bit I had the problem with and the bit that knocks it down, and I gave it a C, high C, was Darby's coffin drop. And Excalibur is an S-rank commentator because Excalibur can cover fucking anything. Because Darby, because... Was it Andrade he hit? It's on or was it? Hardy. It was Hardy. And Hardy was obviously too far out. And Andrade had Sting fall on him. Oh, yeah, yeah. He didn't get anywhere near him. Um, And and it was a bless Excalibur for doing the cover-up afterwards in commentary. Yes, as you can see, he was too far out, but his head got him. um, And obviously the momentum and everything else. But yeah, I gave it a high C. The thing for me is that they went back to a camera angle that really showed him missing it. The original camera angle, you could see he missed, but he sort of slid into him at the same time. You could kind of get away with it. And then they were like, no, 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 it really did. It did look like shit. Here's an above view of it. Mate, look at some of the punches they've zoomed in on. Uh, 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 wow, let's get a close-up on that fucker. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's, it, it's a C. It's still a C overall. Moving on. Main event. Adam Cole versus Hangman. In fact, before we do this, we need to let the Twitch chat know because they have something that they've got to do after this before we do the sign-off. So, we did our predictions and we decided we're going to do a predictions competition. The scores are in. I only lost because I'm sympathetic to I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah. You would have won... Strange, if you'd gone with Swerve for the surprise. Mo, 
What were the results overall? I know I lost by one. Yeah, only, only just, yeah. I mean, up to this point, because we've obviously not announced who won this match, so surely I can't count that yet. Uh, both me and Stranger are on six correct guesses each, and you're on five. Yeah, and we all um, picked the same person for this match. <laughs> so this <Hello>. means <laughs> this means that we have a draw now I am imagining that at least some of the people in our Twitch chat and some of the people who listen will be uh, people who go to the same LARP events as the three of us so we have decided to settle who is the greatest predictions champion of Revolution 2022 that Strange and Mo are going to have a school sports day run of playoff at the moot are we doing it on the Thursday or early on the Friday It'll have to be Friday. I'm not there on the Early on the Friday, before time in. It will be a sack race, if we can get some sacks. An egg and spoon race. And we need a third challenge for the two of them, just to make sure. So, Twitch chat, you've got the option here. Get in and come up with some ideas before the end of the show. And you could watch these two perform some amazing... athletic... <laughs> Could we avoid cardio? <laughs> <laughs> right, Which is physical. The egg and spoon is already cardio. <laughs> it's already in his pocket right now. We're going to have to do some dirty ass cheating to get through this. But the egg and spoon was chose because you had a better option of it because a strange has got dodgy chef wrists. <laughs> that was right, yeah. <laughs> um, right, so Adam Cole versus Hangman Adam Page for the AEW Championship. Hangman wins with the buckshot lariat. Thoughts and scores. He says, baby, um, Adam Cole comes out, and Tony Schiavone, and I quote, he looks like he walked out of Halo. Does he, Tony? Does he? Looks like someone fucking ripped off Master Chief's trousers. It looked like Master Chief cosplay from the neck to chest and Lara Croft from the fucking waist down. It doesn't look like he fucking walked out of Halo at all. Jesus Christ. Looks like... He walked Can't out of the late. Halo changing room, but he's just been late. Yeah. I was going to rip on what Paige is wearing, but he just looked like he'd been lightly dusted with the Mardi Gras gum. That's fine. Uh, anyway, the match um, opens with a grapple into an NJPW rope uh, break with the slap on the chest. Always a classic. Wrist control, some technical stuff. Cole did some great selling whilst Paige is slapping him. Reasonable speed versus power with, you know, Paige taking the lead with some beefy slaps. Cole slips his way back into control, does some arm work. Good clean wrestler. As much as I hate him, for, for multiple reasons, uh, he's a good wrestler. Nice counters. Cole outwitting Paige. Paige gets his comeback by punching Cole. Uh, I found that very cathartic, so that gets a plus one from me. The apron powerbomb was a particular favourite. I love watching people, I don't like to hear that. Super kick into the moonsault was perfectly done, to be fair. And this is, the, this is before the point in the match where I started hating super kicks. Um, back into rotating strikes, neither taking the lead. It gets a minus one for me because I had a hockey fight. We know I think those look shit. Obviously, we have to have a Red Dragon run in, and then we get a Panama Sunrise, which is a shit-looking move, and it's on the outside, and thank God he kicked out, or I'd have lost my fucking shit. Low blow into a second Panama Sunrise, because apparently we don't like moves that flow in this match at this point. Uh, Cole just battering Paige before he gets lariated. Wonderful. This match made me hate super kicks. Uh, there were more... Cole super kicks more than Penta, says Sierra Merdo. He do, it's just all the time, all of the fucking time. And then fucking pay, uh, 
Then, yeah, Paige is super kicking back as well. Dark Order come out too, obviously. Um, I don't think it needed it, but at least it was not a time not watching Adam Cole do super kicks. That was nice. Uh, Paige beats Adam Cole up a bit more. Then both those super Adam, Adam super kick each other for a bit. I did like the crowd show too. Just all their chants were "Let's go Adam" and stuff like that. I gave it a B. The match was good. There was story in, story out. I don't think it needed some of the distractions. Um, could have left out the friendos run-ins basically, and just a few fucking less super kicks. Come on. Like, I know it's not a finisher. I know the super kick was a transitional move before Shawn Michaels decided it was his finisher and no one else could do it. But fucking hell, there were like 70 of them in the last five minutes. I was just watching going, oh, now, now Paige is super kicking back. Oh, and, and then, still a B. Good match. Good story. You know, nice end. I like the unconscious handshake for the Ring of Honor, like reference and stuff. Uh, the end just let me down a bit, and I hate Panama Sunrises and Adam Cole. So you can test guys can do with that with what you want with that. You actually scored this higher than I did. Oh really? Yeah, I gave it a high C. I thought yeah. it was a good match. I thought it was a solid match. Obviously, pretty damn good match from giving it a high C. Yeah, better than some of the stuff that happened. The start, wrestling at the start was really good. Yeah. Um, I I was totally fine with Red Dragon being around. I know you were talking about friendos running in and stuff. I'm so, so, so much on board for Red Dragon's victory. It's unbelievable. For the second time tonight, um, uh, they're, yeah, they're winning everything over there in for me. I'm, I'm absolutely loving them. Even when they got chased off, they were fucking awesome. They're <laughs> wankers. They're schoolboy yeah. wankers. I'm down with that gimmick. Yeah. Awesome. I've written some stuff down, and I'm looking at it, and I'm just sort of like, yeah, Strange pretty much covered everything. There was a couple of cool things. I got bored of the same kick over and over and no. over and over and over. You wouldn't be back down for a In between kicks, there was some really fucking cool shit going on. Um, oh, I did. Uh, when Paige came out, I was like, oh, uh, was it Rainbow Cowboy? And I was like, in, the first thing that popped in my head was, isn't that a fucking My Little Pony or something? I don't know. I need to, I need to find a brony. <laughs> I haven't got a clue, mate. I'm just fucking making shit up. Don't call on me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Lanny. Um, yeah. I gave it high C. Again, I'm sounding really disappointed with a solid match. But I wanted more. I wanted more. But I didn't get more, unfortunately. Um, this could have been a better end to the show. If you're a fan of the Elite and you're a fan of the Bucks, which I am, super kicks have just become... They're just a thing that happens in a match. Um, I agree with you. I, unfortunately, even... I'm not saying that it's a good thing, but I've got to, as a fan of them and someone who sits on their side, one of the whole points of the Superkick party was how much Look, the old school hated them. But I just, I, I just blank on them now. I hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed just how many until you guys both talked about it, and then I was like, "Yeah, you're probably right." The problem for me, what I'm saying is, the problem is, is I just, I just blank on it now. It was just, yeah, it was a thing. I like a super, I, I like if you do two or three, but you do them when you're doing things. So if Hangman like going for the buck, Hangman going for the buckshot, super kick to stop him coming off the top rope. But yeah, um, I also gave it a high C. Weird, I'm, I'm the highest ranked person here. Yeah, I gave it a high C. I, um. It would have got an A if the Bucks had come out. 
after Red Dragon, just because when Dark Order came out, I was actually disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mind me, just carry on, carry on with your review. Yeah, um, I loved the Adam chants. Um, I was a little worried that the crowd were doing the going into business for themselves a bit too much and hijacking them out. But I think they did they they did it enough that it almost felt like they were trying to pop the wrestlers, not pop themselves with it. Or they were trying to, you know, they were still into it. They were just showing the amusing side of how split the crowd was for the cheers. So I didn't mind that uh, too much. To, to be fair, the crowd throughout the majority of this pay-per-view were brilliant. Yeah. They were so on so it. They were so on I think they, they were allowed a little bit of fuckery at the end, to be honest, because they had been, as I said, for that first match, they really lifted that first match for me. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I was getting tired. I'd watched a lot of things. And I think one of the things that dropped it down that I just haven't realised is just to come this back of my head that I just accept lots of super kicks in matches was probably the excessive super kicks. And now you've pointed it out, I'm going to start hating it again. Yeah! <laughs> Break him down! <laughs> um, enjoying things. So, there you go. So, we're going to give our final overall score. Twitch, you have about maybe... 10, 15 seconds to come up with a school sports day thing to make these two do. Yes, I will record it. Yes, I will um, <laughs> share it. Okay, so we've got a lovely C-plus seasoning for the uh, the buy-in, obviously. Kingston vs. Eddie, B, lovely. Hook uh, to foot. <laughs> C. <laughs> Hi, C. <laughs> <laughs> These are all looking very positive, isn't it? Look, what a great time we're getting, but it falls apart a little bit towards the end. Um, yeah, hi, B. Good show. Yeah. Well, cross over to an A. Um, we started stronger than we finished. I think everybody was disappointed with the Brit match um, and remarkably chipper over the Jade match, which I think is the biggest. As mu- there are many surprises in this. Swerve wasn't a surprise. William Regal was a, a surprise we hoped for. Most of the wins where we went from them, but I honestly think the biggest surprise of this pay-per-view is the fact we all came back and went, yeah, that chain match was a lot. <laughs> so yeah, high beat, very good show. Story in, we've got some more arcs to follow. The wrestling's all crisp and clear. Not a lot of gifts I'm going to send to friends who don't watch wrestling, unfortunately. But, yeah, they're super fucking kicks. I bet you can find one with... Um... Uh, William Regal with a, a blood drop on his nose. I do want to give a quick shout out to something I missed from the um, Face of the Revolution ladder match, though. Oh. Ricky Starks and Keith Lee just appearing behind him in that Keith Lee gif where Keith Lee just appears behind someone. Um, so, in something you might like, Strange, is before that one, he became a gif for destroying Adam Cole into the crowd. So you might have that I've to look that. forward to in I've the next couple of the weeks. It well, Keith Lee just appears to... and throws Adam Cole. Well, <laughs> I can't wait to see some of this Keith Lee that everybody yeah. told me was so great. I I think it's because it's, it's the, the problem with the face of the ladder match. They put him in because it was the pop, but that's it's not his kind of thing. I think he'd have been better off. He needs a, a straight feud now. 
feud with Ricky, and then we can see it. Both of them can talk. Both of them can wrestle. And I think when he gets his actual feud with Ricky, it'll be amazing. Um, as long as Ricky keeps doing his Keith Lee voice, I'm happy. Oh, yeah. Right. So, unless you guys have anything else to add, that will be the end of the show. That was Revolution. Thank you very much. Thank you very much to everyone in Twitch who came to join us. You can find us. We are Wrestle Opinionated on Facebook, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and on Twitch. If you want to send us anything, tell us your thoughts. Send us things for um, the school sports day for Strange and uh, Mo when they do their final playoff. Uh, that'll be WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com, WrestleOP on Facebook, WrestleOP1 on Twitter. Over to you, Mo, with your Mo moment. Hook. <laughs> I was about to say my moment moment was that I did not get to have Jade Rage. Yeah, true. <laughs> Thanks for actually joining us for a fucking good pay per view as well. Yeah, mate. And if you enjoyed this, please do like, share, subscribe, click the little heart button, click the little bunny button, send send it to your other wrestling friends. Make them watch us, sit them down, super kick them seven thousand times and Put in from their eyes a lot of things on them like they're in a clockwork orange. Except less creepy, hopefully. <laughs> so yeah, cheers for watching. It's good having you here. Give me an advantage in my sports competition against Mo. Uh, back to you, Morg. All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.